we'll tell you off stream, but <laughs> All right. as he goes lies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode six of Fantasy Film Fights. The show where we take a random fantasy topic and we draft it, or a random film topic and we draft it fantasy style. One of these days I'm gonna get through that intro without any quirks. As okay. always, to my left is Tony. Tony, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. We're gonna have to come up with something different. I know. We do this every week. With you failed you failed the introduction. I did that same city Joe. We need to get a bit of variety. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I and FPTL is telling people to go fuck themselves. So I, we can't. This channel is just about pretty much just being weird and stupid. <laughs> I guess it's a step up from going to people talk go fuck yourself. Anywho, to my <laughs> my right is Jonathan. Jonathan, how are you doing today? If I could speak. Uh, I can hear you well, Peggy. I can hear you well. Uh, uh, very good, very good. Uh, I can't wait to be on this album. This is my very first time being here, and I actually can't wait to express my love and passion of Pixar, of anime films. I kind of pretty much watched them almost all my life, so I can't wait to express them here today. Sounds good. Happy to have you. Down here, we've got Douglas. Douglas, how you doing, my boy? Uh, I'm on death's door. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm going to talk about some Pixar. I'm going to have some fun, and then uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, Douglas is being a trooper for us today, and Douglas, we appreciate it. We know you have the headache, but we're going to power through for you. Our first repeat panelist, directly below me, Thomas Scully, who won his first match, by the way. How you feeling today, bud? Well, it's spring break. All my friends are either in Florida or the Cayman Islands, and I'm here. So how do you think I'm doing? <laughs> Well, I can think of worse places you could be, but yeah, I'd probably rather. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. I I love Pixar. There are a lot of great characters uh, in the Pixar uh, universe, so I'm excited. So let's do this. All right, and last but certainly not least, we've got Nicholas down here. How you doing, pal? Doing pretty good. Uh, I'm glad I, I did have a question. I was like, you know, Pixar themed. Is this going to be like a PG kind of show? And Tony answered that right away. So I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Nope, I can no, no, thank you for here. I can never go PG. Even when I guessed. I apologize in advance. <laughs> I'm excited. Cool. And as they mentioned, we are drafting Pixar characters in honor of the movie Onward coming this week. So it should be a good one. Tony, you want to run through how we're going to get this thing started? Yeah, absolutely. So the way that it works is that Peggy has a question uh, based on a numerical number, and everyone is going to take a wild stab in the dark. Whoever gets the closest to the answer will get to decide the draft order. They don't have to put themselves at number one, but if they want to, that's probably up to them. And they get to ruin everyone's fun by putting them at number four. <laughs> and with that said, have your words ready. The question is, Wait. in Toy Story, everyone's very familiar that Randy Newman did the music for it. But how many people, according to IMDb, are listed in the music department on the 1995 movie Toy Story? You're looking how many? How many are listed as a part of the music department for this movie? Closest to the correct answer wins. And of course, the real, real thumb is, if you do get this question correctly right on the nose, we stop the show and have an intervention. Because you're studying way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and the wrong cards. Okay, everyone got an answer? Five, four, three, two, one. We will start with Jonathan. What'd you have down, buddy? I don't know you can see it very carefully. I wrote uh, seven. 
Seven for John Douglas. I want five. Five. Thomas. I also said seven. Seven and Nick. Breaking double digits. Eleven. And with one breaking double digits, it goes to Nicholas because the answer is 121. It included all, right. all members of the orchestra. You forgot Tommy. Uh, you forgot, forgot Tony. Tony. Why does everyone get my goddamn name wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I have headaches. Don't worry. I, 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 I honestly don't think Tony should be able to set the draft. I had, but what did I you have? Ten. ten. Okay, well, still Nicholas is one. Yes. So didn't screw it up too badly. Nicholas. Yes. You get to pick. Who goes first? Who goes second? Okay. Having put zero thought into this, I will go first. Followed by Doug. And then Scully, Tony, Jonathan. Scully, Tony. Okay. So I don't know if I put any of you in good or bad positions. So if I did either of those, I apologize. Or you're welcome. Thanks a lot, partner. You never know with this. Maybe all your favorites fall to you. Maybe they get picked the one right before you. You never know. What makes this so, fun? With so, that so just, being said, just confirm the order. Uh, Nick, you're going first. Doug is second. Scully is third. I'm fourth, and Peck is building up the rear. A A A. Also, uh, before we get going, just a quick question in chat uh, for Miss Scully. Thomas, that is a great shirt. Where can I get one? Yeah, you can get these at a at a, a T Pub at T Public on the multiplex page over there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, show, show me some love. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Nicholas is officially on the clock with the first pick of the Pixar character draft. What you got, bud? Well, I decided to pick, of course, the greatest character uh, in the Pixar river. Uh, this character has done no less than save the universe. And um, <laughs> should be no secret by my shirt, I will quote him now. But I pick Wally. Um, Wally is by far the most adorable, by far the most uh, tear-jerking, um, one of the most tear-jerking characters uh, in, in moments in, in Pixar movies. Um, and yeah, how do you not love Wally? That's true. Very true. Wally is the first pick off the board. Anyone want to chime in on Wally? Or is anyone pissed that it got taken? No, I, uh, I I love Wally. I'm actually in the very slim minority that I don't think Wally is a fantastic movie. I still like it very much, but I don't think it's like one of the the best Pixar out there. Um, but yeah, Wally is hands down one of the best characters in Pixar. I, I had him at like uh, four or five, I, I think, on my list. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was expecting it to go down to like the fourth, fourth or fifth. So I was there just like when I got picked, my number just like excellent. I get the robot, but no. That was a sound. <laughs> if Wally did anything, it's teach you to have a sense of wonder in your monotonous daily routine. That's true. <laughs> also, um, just out of curiosity, I know we're probably going to talk about these characters later, but the first half of Wally, so the whole like silent era bit, or the first ten minutes of Up, which is the better? First well, ten minutes of Up. Yeah. First ten minutes of Up. I yeah. I always think that the just that that silent art era bit of Wally is just like the peak 
of Pixar. I think that's a question too. Cool opinion. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So Wally is the first one off the board. That brings us to Doug. Man, if Wally's making the chat go on fire, my pick is definitely about to light it up. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going with uh, Miguel from Coco. Uh, I love this character. This movie, uh, for me, uh, was uh, everything. I literally sat through that movie and cried 90% of the movie. Uh, it's got one of the most heart-filled uh Heartfilled endings uh, in a movie. You get to see that everybody's back together, uh, and Mama Coco's there. And the the scene where you know Miguel and Mama Coco sing. Uh, <laughs> I love it how we're just getting the yep, just getting uh products just placed. Um, so the scene where they sing "Remember Me" together, and she remembers her father. It's like one of the most heart touching. Like I couldn't. Nope. 30-year-old Doug's just bawling his eyes out with his niece. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just, I'm good. I'm good, honey. I'm good. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, and Miguel, I think, is a really solid character. All right. Confession, I have yet to see Coco. Mm. We're stopping this. Yeah. Go. No, go now. No, no. We're stopping this. Show, we're, right? we're stopping it. No. No, no, Peggy. We're stopping this show right now so you can watch it. All right? We're stopping it. All right. See you, folks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'll watch it tonight if I got time. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'll be honest, I completely forgot about Coco for characters. Like, and now thinking of it, it's that Miguel is so perfect. But did anyone else have anyone from Coco on the list? Oh, Miguel? I, I did have Miguel on my list, though. And, and you took it, Doug. But that's a great choice, by the way. And I agree with you. Uh, Miguel's journey in the movie right here. And it was so he realized what he'd been through right here. And especially the end of the movie. Like I have same thing with Doug right here. Just teary eyed. This what happened in the movie right here. So that's a great choice to Doug right here. So good job. Yeah. I was banking on people forgetting about Coco like yourself. Because <laughs> I had Miguel up pretty high. The character that loves music that much is, is one that speaks to me. So dang it, Doug. <laughs> yeah, Miguel was uh, was definitely also in my top ten. Uh, this movie is phenomenal. Um, even though I've only seen it a, a couple times, but it's just one that just sticks with you. Miguel is uh, his character, his, the arc that he has is uh, fantastic. So an, another great pick. Ah, so Miguel from Coco off the board. Scully, pick number three is yours. What you got? Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I'm surprised this character got to number three because I totally thought he's going to be one or two. Um, the only character to have four movies, well, not the only, but like one of the only characters to have four movies under his belt, uh, it's Woody. All right. Um, and I, 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 I think Woody is, Woody was the, was the top pick on my list uh, because his journey throughout all four films and within every film uh, is just extraordinary. I mean, uh, Toy Story 2 is my favorite of the Toy Story films. Uh, that's because of the uh, journey that, that Woody goes on, rediscovering who he was, um, how he was this big star, much like he was jealous of Buzz in the first film, so now he's the one. Uh, having all this fame and letting it go to his head, kind of. Um, and then seeing him in three and four mature a lot and uh, finding out what the toy really means to him. Um, 
is is just fantastic. So I I, I personally think he's the best uh, Pixar character we have. Um, really shocked he got to number three, but he's mine now. All right, Winnie from Toy Story, one of my favorites that I've been drafting. So I give you a thumbs up on that pick. Same thing. All right. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, where's the props? No, you got props. <laughs> I got more back there. <laughs> well, I so, look forward to seeing them unfurled. Uh, Nick and Doug, you guys obviously chose beforehand. Um, Woody, obviously, he's kind of like the when you think of Pixar, he's kind of like one of the first characters to come to my album. Was pick Woody up there for you, or? Well, actually, the first character that comes to mind when I think Pixar is Luxo Junior. But true. Um, ah, fine. For me, I like I like Woody. Toy Story movies are, are really an ensemble feature uh, for me. Toy Story 2 is actually also one of my favorites. And believe me, Woody's top 15, top 10, maybe, for sure. But if I'm being totally honest, by four, I kind of got tired. <laughs> mm. uh, it, it was, I don't know. It, it was like, oh, Woody's got this problem. Now Woody's got this problem. I'm like, okay, great. And, and Toy Story 4 really, if anything, took light off of characters I like as much or more. Than Woody um, to focus just on Woody and maybe I'm a little resentful because of that. <laughs> yeah. I think All Woody's right. a good character. I, I just uh, I have a different list in mind. Uh, funny enough, like if the rest of you guys right here are gonna pick different first picks right here, I was gonna take Woody, just take it all by itself, which sorry I already did it, so cannot blame you. All right. Oh, sorry I didn't get around to you, Jonathan, but uh, you got one more pick to wait because Tony's the one who's on the board right now. It's me. Uh, All right. I'm going to go for the greatest character in Pixar, without shadow of a doubt, the greatest film in Pixar history, Cars 2. No, um, this... <laughs> now, legitimately, this is one of the only movies that continuously makes me cry like a little boy. Um, it's a fantastic film. It was the first film to win Pixar... Uh, an Oscar, 2001, James P. Sullivan, Sully. Sully. Like the great, just the greatest cuddly bear character you could ever have. He's just so loving, so wonderful. It's just like, and John Goodman embodies him so perfectly. I don't mean to burst your bubble, Tony, but it didn't, it did not win Best Animated Feature. It It won uh, Best Original Song, though. That's true. It won Best Best Animated Feature. And also, Randy Newman, first Oscar win, and the many nominations before that. Fun fact. Hmm. Good to know. Did not know that. Yeah, I know uh, stuff about fandom, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have me. Is it? I as well. Um, I like Mike better. Sue me. <laughs> I'll see you in Colts. Never so funny, but I do enjoy Mike Wazowski more than uh, uh, Sully. It's all right. I like Boo better than them all. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the relationship between Sully and Boo that gets me. And obviously, um, because of the career that I'm in and childcare is just like, I get that working with children by age one, two, really. I do get this feeling enough a lot of the time, just like, well, oh, shit, I am kind of like Sully, except less hairy. So. Okay. So, Sully, pick number four off the board. Rounding out the first round. Jonathan, what you got? <laughs> uh, funny, enough you it, funny enough, you mentioned Monsters, Inc. And my first pick 
My first pick would be Mike Wazowski. Yes. That's it. Yes. Mike Wazowski, betrayed by Billy Cross right here, is really fantastic right here. He's a good counterpoint right here to Sully right here and any people around you. He's almost steals every scene he's in so effortlessly. You can hear uh, the mannerisms right here. This this role right here is really tailor-made for Billy Crystal right here. One of my favorite moments in the movie right here and where uh, Michael is trying to charm Roz right here. It's like, Roz, new, new, uh, is that a new haircut? Is that a new haircut right here, though? Is that a new haircut right here? It's just his way back and forth right here and his chemistry him and Sully right here. It's really right here. And I love Mike as a character right here. He's really endearing right here, though. Which is kind of a bit weird because pretty much the character right here couldn't come off as a caricature right here. But Crystal something says something that Billy Crystal brings to this role right here. It brings a little bit more weirdly nuanced right here. We are more expect for this character like this. So I pick uh, Mike Wazowski. All right, Mike Wazowski rounding out one round one. So we, we kind of discussed him with the last pick, like everyone was saying, like the like Mike Morph and Sully, just like. There's one bigger mission that's been off this round one that I think most people would have expected being the first two with the other Toy Story character. Which pairing do we like better? Do we like Woody and Buzz or do we like Mike and Sully as a better pairing for Pixar? Um, uh, I prefer Woody and Slick, but that's just me. I, uh, if the Toy Story movies haven't completely forgotten about Buzz, I would say Woody and Buzz, but um, Mike and Sully through and through. And if anything, Monsters University made me like Mike more, which is why I put Mike over Sully. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No. Uh, Tony, can you give us a recap of round one? Absolutely. Let's pull this bad boy up and then we'll go to the chat and see what some people are saying. All right. Uh, so Nick went first overall. He went with Wally from the movie Wally. Surprising that one. That is from Wally. Um, Doug went Miguel from Coco. Scully went Woody from Toy Story. I went Sully from Monsters Inc. This is not going to get confusing. Sully and Scully in the same call. And then uh, Peck went Mike from Monsters, Inc. for his first pick off round one. Not bad. Not bad looking round. And then uh, just out a few comments from the chat. Um, let's see. Um, Jacob West, I didn't blow it. I mean, this is the first time that I've not had people in the chat screaming at me for choosing a terrible pick. So... I'm happy. Uh, Garth McMurray with a bit of advice. Don't type Coco Woody into Google. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Mm. I don't want to know what that means. But And then uh, Jay Burns, when uh, Doug was talking about Miguel, um, Spanish version of my help go on, plays in the background while Dub sobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So might as well start and kick off round two. It goes back to you, Jonathan. What you got? All right. Uh, my second pick would be, um, finally, this is my sort of my fourth prop right here, is from this movie right here, but the character I'm picking right here is Mr. Bob Parr, Mr. Incredible himself. And the reason why I pick his character right here, pretty much, this is legit Pixar's first PG movie with The Incredibles right here, and Bob Parr, in the, in the movie The Incredibles right here, they really kind of show sort of a mint-like crisis right here during superhero right here, though. And pretty much his day-to-day -day job, he just basically missed the glory days right here, being the superhero and being a uh, hero again right here. I just kind of hates his job right here until 
something gets a long way right here, though, he wants to earn it back, though. By doing so, he's kind of also risking his family right here. And uh, sorry, full stock in my head. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, by by the cause of his mistake right here, he needs to sort of learn that superhero stuff is not mainly important. It's mainly fan right here, and he needs to learn it right here. That throughout the film and even its sequel right here. Bob really understood that family always brings right here, family first right here, and also at the same time, we sort of relate to him right here. Even though we're not superheroes ourselves, we sort of relate to sort of the father figure right here. So that's the reason I'm picking Bob Park, Mr. Incredible. Family first, always a good moral to learn. Anyone got any comments on Mr. Incredible? No. No takers? I, I have a comment, but it's not nice. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. He's the most boring character out of the Incredible Family. Really? Like, the plot is based around him, but it's just a dad going through midlife crisis. It's so, there's every other character in, in the family, especially in the first film, it's just like, it's more interesting to watch. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. If you want to show him how it's done, you're next on the clock. All right. I. Uh, hmm. We go for a recent one. Uh, oh, recent ish. I should say. Um, this is probably one of the most impactful Pixar films that they've done. It's um, going in all about the uh, children's emotions and everything like that. And just the. Uh, just so perfectly done by Amy Poehler. Just joy she is the embodiment of joy and it works so well and the story pivots around her perfectly i think it's a good pick i got inside out's probably my favorite pixar character of all or pixar movie of all time so nice. I think it's an excellent pick hey. yeah it's, it's not my favorite character from the movie i i, I honestly like sadness and anger better than joy um i i just like the, their characters more um but joy joy is still a solid pick yeah i agree i definitely agree all right joy is off the board that brings us to you scully Your second pick. all right so ooh. yeah All right. This uh, th this character is one of the best Pixar characters ever. Um, she is hilariously voiced by Ellen uh, DeGeneres. She is uh, the blue fish herself, Dory. Dory also, I think Pixar one of Pixar's smartest decisions was making the the, the Finding Nemo sequel all about Dory, dive into her past, and a whole movie about Dory. Uh, it 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 really worked, and it sold me on on her character a lot more. Because in, in Finding Nemo, she was more of a comedic side piece at times; like she really didn't have any emotional depth to her. Finding Dory uh, sort of dove into her past, her family, her going on her own sort of adventure, and it made me really respect her character a lot more. So Dory, um, one one of the best Pixar characters ever, and one of the funniest ever as well. That's true. Yeah, it's a good one. So I was laughing at you referring to Dory as a side piece just yep. then. <laughs> 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 All 
But no, excellent pick, Dory. Anyone got their two cents on Dory? Honestly, I had her on my list. Funny enough, I was going to pick her next, and none of you going to take her, but quite sure it's right here, Sully. Scully. Um, sorry. I got this. S is best up. Sorry, man. But great pick either way. Same thing as. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you on all channels to get S's wrong? <laughs> Oops. I'm sorry. Dory is off the board. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big fan of Dory. Okay. <gasps> I don't know why. Just. Whenever I watch Finding Nemo, it should just be just keep swimming, just keep swimming. That just annoyed the fuck out of me. It's inspirational, the children, yeah, man. Just swimming. I don't, it might just be an international thing because Ellen is nothing do? over here. Like, she's not, her show only came on air like last year over here. So it's just like, like, who is this woman and why is she just like, no, you're not funny, Ellen. Go away. She's hilarious. You stop that right now. Ellen Slender will not be tolerated in this video. I am sorry. I am sorry. Also, uh, just quickly, uh, talking about side dishes. Uh, Dory's a side dish Nemo sushi picture that is online. Oh, yikes. Uh, can I get a yikes? That's a yikes. Yikes, welcome. All right. Doug, your second pick. I'm making it short mm -hmm. and sweet. I'm going with Remy. Oh. Ah! Uh, Remy is the heart and soul of Ratatouille and I think this movie is beautiful uh, as a person who admires chefs for what they do I think it's a very beautiful ode to kind of classic French cuisine and I I think every dish that they make is stunning uh, yep so I'm going Remy I'm going to keep it short and sweet still got a headache so I'm muting myself just in case yeah, I, I was torn between. Yeah, I, I was torn between Dory and, and Remy for my pick, and I ever so sadly picked uh, Dory, but I knew I, I knew Remy was going to go pretty quickly as soon as I took Dory. Yeah, Remy's more about cooking. Remy's about like doing what you want to do, regardless of what people are telling you you can or can't do. So. I thought I was going to get him. I thought <laughs> you might end up with me in the third round, like, Remy. <laughs> Remy is just one of the most delightful characters. It's just like that passion for life and just like pulling herself up by the bootstraps. Just like, and that's all as well. Just like, you're there. Just like, yes. Please just voice everything in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same thing for me. Same thing for me. I was going to pick him in the third round, but I can't. So great choice right here. I'll be touring Bob Hart or Remy. And, uh, and great choice, Doug, by picking Remy. So. Myself the board. Nick, close out round two for us. Okay, there are three that I really want. I'm guaranteed two of them right now. But I think I can hold off on the other one because I think you all will forget about them. So, uh, for the sake of this round, I think I'll go with the man, the myth, and legend who made all of us cry, Mr. Carl Fredrickson. Um, just just, you know, he is what I aspire to be as a grumpy old man. A grumpy old man who still has just the desire for adventure uh, in his life. And the desire to, you know, maybe not the desire, but the willing to make new friends in, you know, Russell and Kevin and just explore. And uh, Carl Fredrickson, the man who made you all cry, don't lie about it. 
Oh yeah. Niagara Falls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I do appreciate a movie that gives me a good cry. So excellent pick. I think anyone got comment on Carl Fredrickson? So Nope. Uh, I, just like, yeah, I thought he was gonna like fall the fifth round. Well, you thought like, wrong. I, here's what happens when I go. Oh, I'll pick the I'll pick the ones that I really want them first. Like I get abused for it when I go. All right, I'll be a bit strategical. Like no, like he's the old guy from up. Probably X or Y character is gonna get picked for him. Of course, just like whatever you end up losing. Turn it on its head and do the opposite. I have a question though. Before we begin the next round, are the shorts available? Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. Good, sir. I think it's golden. I don't think anyone's really going to dispute anything here. So. Now yeah. I got Nick thinking. Now I got Nick thinking. <laughs> no. Well, let's give Nick a little time to think and have Tony recap round two for us. Absolutely. Okay, so um, Jonathan picked up first and Mr. Incredible Bob Parr from the Incredible series. I went next. I went Joy from Inside Out. Scully went with Dory from Finding Nemo slash Finding Dory. Doug went Remy from Ratatouille. And Nick went Carl Fredrickson from Up. Just looking at the teams now. It's no team that looks like heavy one way or another. Because going one's way in the world when we're all said and done here. Also, uh, just a few comments from the chat. What to yeah. let Nick think a bit. Uh, Jacob West. Um, Carl didn't make me cry. His wife did. He helped. Jacob. I will require a new team partner, please. Uh, please put your applications in. Malcolm, uh, you'll never be able to guess who I'm thinking about. I don't think anybody on the panel is going to be able to guess who I think who I'm thinking about. Uh, Paul Yama just tuned in, but two weeks already winning with Carl. Amazing character arc. Thank you, Paul. Doug, I'm going to write down on this piece of paper what I think you're thinking of. Cool. All right, I'm about to ruin any print I have. <laughs> I'm... Okay, written down over there. Okay, kicking right. off on three. All right, as I said, there are two more that I really want. I think I can hold off on one because I don't think you all will think of it. But uh, I have a question for the panel who, Who's your friend who likes to play? <laughs> 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 the best part of a very good movie uh, is by far Bing Bong. Um, Bing Bong is not only beholden to one of them, he's beholden to all. If anything, I cried it inside out when Bing Bong died because it made me realize that I probably had an imaginary friend who helped me grow up that I have completely forgotten about. That you have killed. They probably have killed. that same self-sacrifice <laughs> that made me grow up and and for Bing Bong, I, I salute you and I thank you for being in my life and making me realize that. So, oh, Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Nicely done, Nick. Thank you. Touche. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I wanted to physically hurt yeah. something when Bing Bong died. I wanted to punch a wall. Same. <laughs> I, that. Yeah. Take her to the moon for me, okay? Just like that is just the perfect end line for any character in history animation, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so selfless. Is, is it Fred Ward that voices Bing Bong? Am I, do I have that right? Um, Richard Kind. Richard Kind. Oh, damn it. Sorry, you're you're right. I don't know why I said Fred Ward, but yeah, no, he, he's perfectly cast as Bing Bong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait. 
Richard Kind as well is just the embodiment of just like your childhood imaginary friend. Just his face. <laughs> For sure. For sure. All right. Bing Bong is off the board. And then we will uh, bounce over to Doug. Yeah, I'm hitting you with a character that nobody's going to even think about. Uh, probably not even would. I could probably take this character last if I wanted to. Uh, and I'm going to take the Pitbull from Kitbull. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not where you're guessing. I had told you no one's guessing there. Uh, and I know I could have probably took him last, but uh, this character, uh, when I saw this, uh, yeah, you think Up got you bad? This this entire short, I was bawling my eyes out because I was like, he's just so cute. He just wants to be your friend. Don't scratch him. Why you scratch him? Uh <laughs> And it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful short. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's amazing. I think the Pitbull is such an endearing character because Pitbulls in, in general get such a nasty, nasty, like kind of like history to them when they, they're nothing but adorable and loyal uh, dogs. Uh, so yeah, I'm going the Pitbull. Uh, if anybody says anything, duh, just don't. I know I could have took them ninth round, but guess what? I wanted them now. Nothing wrong with that. I thought you were going to pick the snowman from Nick <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to pick the lamp, the original lamp, dude. <laughs> I, uh, Malcolm, is, it was on my list too. I'd have been picked for it. That's a shit. Right. Oh, yeah, I went down to it. I think someone's <laughs> notifications. But I've not, I'll be honest, I've not watched this short, this short yet. I know if I was nominated for the Oscars this year and lost to Hell of. Like, is it worth picking out after this? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd watch it. Uh, if you have Disney Plus, it's on Disney Plus. All right. I will add that to my list of stuff I have yet to see that I've learned about from this show. All right. With that. We get thank you, Thomas. Yeah. I got to do it. So, this character, uh, another lead character, um, kind of got tossed aside because of the awful second movie he had. Um, but his journey kind of came full circle in Cars 3, Lightning Queen. Now, this may have been out of spike to Tony, um, but no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I, I love the first Cars movie. It is one of my favorite Pixar films, actually. Um, and Lightning is just this sort of cocky, like, he, he reminds me of just a lot of athletes that I um, watch as a kid who are young, super cocky, but then as they, as they grow older, they mature mentally and they're able to um sort of get a sense of the world around them and lightning experiencing the whole town of radiator springs uh in that first cars film i i thought it was i i i i loved it i loved him and like the sort of fish out of water dynamic in radiator springs flash forward to cars three where he's the grizzled old veteran who's just trying to train the next generation uh as somebody who adores athletes that that really speaks to me it, it, i think it's very I, it's it's a very correct statement on how what how what an athlete's career is. How once they get old, it's not about 
trying to get one last hurrah. It's about training the next generation to be better than you were. Um, so even though Cars 2 did absolutely nothing for him, um, except tarnish his name, um, I, Cars 1 and 3 do a great job of telling a story. Lightning. I didn't, I didn't realize it was a Cars 2. I just thought it went, I just thought they weirdly numbered it, just Cars 1, Car 3. Oh, yeah. Is anyone going to hate me if I say I disliked Cars 3 more than Cars 2? And I also did not like Cars 2. How? What? That's a hot take, but I can see how, how some people would not really like Cars 3. Like, I'm not a fan of Cars 3 aside from Lightning McQueen. Lightning story. That's fair. I, I a lot about Cars 3. was just like, oh, I hate this. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, Cars 3 is secretly just like my top, it's like number five or six of Pixar of all time for me. I love that film. Okay, so. I just love the like that whole thing of like Doc Hudson, just like his spirit being lived on through lightning. It's just like I may have more to say about that later. Okay. I may do as well. Yeah. Tony, right. I see Yama's making fun of me in the chat. Anything else interesting going on over there? In the chat, let's see. Um, do um, Doug was so mad by that pick that he left. That is very true. <laughs> He's now uh, coming over to Scully's house. Uh, Jacoby Bancroft, I'm halfway through Cars 3 and it made Lightning a real solid character. Uh, Cars 2 has made its fever stream. And I'm Malcolm. I like Cars 3 better than Cars 2, but I also hate both movies. Cool. When your opinion kind of lines up with Malcolm's, you know you're in the wrong somehow. It doesn't. I said Cars 3 was worse than Cars 2. Totally not the same. <laughs> it sounds similar. He hates both of them, so it makes sense. All right. Uh, any of the guys on your list left still there for you in round three? If for me. I'm gonna I'm picking now. All right, uh let's see. I'm gonna go with hey, he's still on the ball. He has I thought he was gonna go in the first two. He's everyone had him as a child. And I my dog now plays with him because somehow he got the toy. He's the greatest spaceman in the history of cinema. Buzz fucking Lightyear. Wait, your dog has a has a plastic Buzz Lightyear toy? Yeah, he, he's obsessed by his plastic. I don't get it. That's not good, I think. He's causing personal problems down the line. He probably will, but to be fair, it's better eating this toy than he is pulling out plumbing plastic. He used to walk around with just, he used to just yank a uh, pipes from the wall and just walk around with them in his mouth and chew them. So, sounds hygienic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Buzz Lightyear is just like the, it's just one of some of the best character words. Like Tim Allen voicing it, just like the I am Miss, I am Mrs. Nesbitt. It's just like one of the best I scenes of, <laughs> and it's just ridiculous that he went so far. But they turn him into a Spanish flamenco dancer in the third one, and they which is great. The changing of Spanish. I will agree, it's funny, but Buzz Lightyear isn't supposed to be Antonio Banderas. Hello, are you still there? <laughs> exactly, that's us to Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story three and four. And in the fourth one, they were literally just like, "Okay, you know what? He can't even think for himself." Let, let's He's literally having like an internal mental crisis in the fourth one. Like, yeah. is that you? Like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I would have agreed if they stopped the Toy Story 
like two and a half because I didn't hate everything in three that they did with him. But um, four ruined it for me. <laughs> I am liking uh, Paul's analogy. Uh, those were sort of Drax before Drax. Yeah. Tony, I'm glad you brought up that Ms. Nesbitt scene. I'd forgotten about that until you brought it up. Like, don't you get it? You see that? Ah, oh, such a good one. <laughs> and also, you forgot one. This. Are you ready for uh, adventure in uncharted space? Let me talk. Um, the one quote I was to say is, "You are a sad, strange little man." And you have my pity. Farewell. Toy Story One, Toy Story Two, great character. Overall, thank you, Paul. There we are. <laughs> All right. Also, um, Jacoby is right. The Buzz Lightyear animated show was awesome. Yes. Yes, it is. Buzz Lightyear. Off the board, all condolences to Jonathan, who has the next pick and has the toy in hand. (laughs) Um, You got another one in there somewhere. I, I, I do, kind of, but the question is, should I use it? Um, Let's turn between two. Please don't use toys on camera. Please. This isn't that type of stream. (laughs) I, you know what? I, I, you know what? I'm going to pick this person. All right. Um, Let me do some little trick and I'm going to show you. I might show Please don't. Ah. Yes. Sadness. I love how we all had to like zoom in and be like, who is that? I honestly thought for a second that it was Stitch. I was All right, okay. My next choice will be uh, Sadness from Inside Out. Uh, well, I do agree. Joy is a great character, but I think Sadness for me is really the best character out of the movie, though, because at first, at the beginning of the movie, when you first introduce Sadness, it's like when she's been powering and emoting right here, and even things what she's trying to do is like, Oh, what are you doing? You're such a Burton, you know. And throughout the film, as it going along, though, you realize her character is kind of more important to Riley's inner psyche right here than Joy's, actually. Pretty much the other emotions, because her back and forth between Joy and with Bing Bomb right here is really... I love and respect that character so much. And a great voiceover by Phil Smith from The Office right here. It's really the perfect choice right here to play this character right here. So that's the reason I'm going sadness from inside out. No, you're right. Perfect voice casting could not have pegged it better. Honestly, that whole movie had pretty on point. That's mm. true. Casting. Yeah. Hater moves black. Yeah, you're right. It's a good call. The only reason why I would say Joy is a better character than Sadness is because Joy is secretly the villain throughout the movie. And it's just like the unraveling, no, the unraveling of it. It's just like, it makes it such a better character. It's just like, you just kind of have that thing of just like, just the whole movie just revolving, just turning, just like, oh shit, yeah, you're the actual buddy here. I'm glad you didn't try to grab it. First off, Tony, can you pick up a comment that Malcolm just said in the chat right here? I'm going to put on the paper that. Well, the I'm not a fan of Sadness. I just thought she was a depressing character. That's the point. That's the point, Malcolm. Come on. Her name is Sadness right here. Come on. Okay. Um, so we'll quickly do a rundown. So uh, for the fourth round picks, let me get my screen up. 
Okay, um, so Nick went first and he went bing bang from inside out. Uh, Doug went second with a pit bull from Kitbull. That's like saying that. Um, Scully third, Lightning McQueen from Cars. I went with Buzz Lightyear from the Toy Story franchise and Peck went with Sadness from Inside Out. Surprisingly, Inside Out is the most picked so far. Um, no, Toy Story. Toy Story's massive with them. Uh, no, Toy Story's two. Uh, Inside Out's got three. Oh, shit. You better write one down. I can count. Um, <laughs> um, and I'll put, by the way, I was just joking by saying the comment by him. I'm just joking, Malcolm. Okay. All right. I was just joking. All good. But, Peck, you're kicking off round four. What you got? <sighs> All right. Um, you know what? We basically pick all Pixar characters or basically good luck our heroes. But I think it's time we got to pick the first arguably quoted villain right here at the Pixar films. Troy from Inside I, Out. I, <laughs> well, allegedly, but I want to talk about the arguably the real villain right here. I pick Syndrome from The Incredibles. Ooh. Great pick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reason why I picked Syndrome The Incredibles is his character from the very beginning right here is basically sort of uh, fanboyish of Mr. Incredible right here, aka Buddy, the sound right here. After he keeps staring down for the ties, he basically takes out his revenge not only uh, Mr. Incredible right here, but all the superheroes right here. And sort of the reason the superheroes not only been disappearing, but the reason why they're not here anymore right here. And also, the thing that makes Syndrome RB a great villain is basically saying, like, bro, his speech is right here when he captured the fan because the reason why he creates the Alma George right here basically. To try to pretend to be one right here, and pretty much everybody's saying, Wait, everybody can be superheroes? No one can be right here. And for me, right here, that's really a great villain, right here. And great voiceover by uh, Jason Lee, right here. It's really just a perfect sniveling villain, right here. Though. So that's the reason I picked Syndrome. All right. Was anyone else hoping Syndrome would drop to them? Yeah. I, I have two villains on my list, which isn't Joy. And I was hoping that I would get at least one of them. So, is without giving names, is Syndrome the best villain in Pixar? Or is it's basically? I forgot to say one last thing about Syndrome. It's basically saying in our current idea, he's basically an evil fanboy. And he became psychotic, basically. That's my yeah, favorite. I, I, I would say that he is the best Pixar villain. Um, he's definitely my favorite Pixar villain. Um, just, I think he, I think Syndrome was really, it's, it, he's the first villain to be shown throughout the whole movie to be, um, sort of having a story alongside of Mr. Incredible to, to depict their two paths going in completely different directions. I think it was the first time we actually saw something like that in a Pixar movie. Yeah. And also... Paul's comment where he said about Syndrome, I actually agree with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's very accurate. Uh, Syndrome predicted 2010 is coming, but fandom for people listening to the podcast. Right. Uh, Okay. Syndrome's off the board. Tony, your turn, buddy. Uh, It's my turn, and I'm going to ask a question that was asked in the chat. I was shouted in the chat, where is it gone? Well, Emma said, how is Marlin not taken? 
So I'm going to ask everyone else, how the fuck has Marlin gone so far until being picked until right now? Because he's boring. He's great. He is boring. I think that Marlin is a good character. I think he's, personally, I think he's fourth, fifth round material. I wouldn't put him in like the upper echelon. He's good. I think he's, aside from Dory, he's the best part of Finding Nemo. Um, uh, I'm actually, um, I'm going to pick up what Scully said. I do agree. Marlon's a good character. And besides, sorry, he is the best character. But, and also, voice well by Albert Brooks. But mm. I keep seeing like a similar Albert Brooks character where Brooks is playing with Marlon, though. So that's the reason I didn't think about of the Mike Lester. Uh, you got to take in the whole body of work. Yeah, Marlon kind of reduced the same problem I have with Buzz in the later Toy Story films. Marlon kind of reduced to nothing in Finding Dory. Just gonna throw that out there. Well, he does, he does uh, do a bit less in Finding Dory, but I think Finding Nemo is just like he's just so much greatness in it, and just like the emotion that he can pull out from being this like this overprotective father, and just like it just works so beautifully. And Albert Brooks does give one of the best performances in Pixar. Yeah, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying, uh, I'm played- denying that. Absolutely, I'm denying that. He's one of the most boring characters Pixar's ever done. Uh, you talk about that. I, all right, I'm not even going to pick him, so he's up for steal. Gil is a better character than Marlon. Mm. I like it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that would be great if you could form an opinion at some point, you know. Ah, cool. Uh, <laughs> my headache has been finally uh, my headache has been finally written, and I'm getting it back now because we picked Marlon. <laughs> That was my plan. I just wanted to cause you pain. Thanks. You absolutely <laughs> did. Well, Doug, hopefully you can release some of it with your next pick. Did you're up. No, I'm not. I'm, no. Go no Scully's next. Oh, shit. Up next. I skipped over people. My bad. Well, I, <laughs> I wasn't planning on going double cars, but I was shocked that we did so well. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going with uh, Doc Hudson. Good character. I like Doc. Doc yeah, Hudson, I, I aside from I, I I love his character so much. Just to see him as this uh older, rugged former racer who is sort of ashamed of his success. He's he's ashamed that he got all this fame and then all of a sudden it just ended for him. Mm-hmm. And he I just the way the way he portrays his story to Lightning. Um, he portrays it as a sort of cautionary tale. Like, yes, you have all the success, you, you're you're looking, you have your career ahead of you, but just remember, it can all be gone in an instant. You have to make sure you have I, something else to sort of back you up when when, when it's all over for you. Um, and to see his message sort of speak to lightning in the second film, as bad as it was, and, and the third Cars film, uh, it just shows the lasting impact he had on lightning and, and like the entire... Um, and all whole set of characters in cars in general. So, I uh, he's one of the best supporting characters I think Pixar's had. Um, so yeah, he's my fourth round pick. Anyone got chime in on Doc? Doc's great. I've got two picks left. He would have been one of them. Yeah. Oh, that Is that who you were mentioning that you were thinking that? Oh, uh, that's not the one. But okay. <laughs> uh, I. I was hoping he would slide to five. <laughs> I don't think Mater's going to go, Jacoby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think Mater's going to go. 
Once again, I am looking for a new teammate if anyone is available. <laughs> Just need to carry quite a lot of heavy weight. Zach Hudson off the board. Apologies for the order screw up earlier, but now it is officially done. Uh, all right, cool. I'm going to go with one of probably my favorite female characters written by Pixar ever. Uh, it's someone who represents uh, kind of uh, choosing your own destiny. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going with Meredith. Uh, I think she is uh, an amazing kind of like uh, role model for, you know, females to be able to say, I can do what I want to do. Um I remember taking my sisters and my uh, and my nieces to this movie, and uh, they fell in love with the movie. So it's kind of a right there, right there, in, you know, the chest. All right, Merida. Anyone want to comment, Merida? I think my perception of Merida is tainted by my dislike for the movie overall. Hmm. Uh, well, unfortunately, unfortunately, same thing with. Neck on that one, in my opinion. I kind of walked out on the movie. Basically, I don't know if I should feel sympathy for Meredith right here, or basically don't respect her in the same time, though. And I was, for me, it just really just have a tainted some of the movie for me overall, though. Even some of the story decisions right here, it just personally doesn't work for me. So I went, not my choice. Yeah, I mean, her character is okay. I. Personally, enjoy some of the other side characters a bit just because how funny they were. Like, I really enjoyed King Fergus a lot just because it's Billy Connolly, and how can you not love Billy Connolly voicing a, a, a Scottish king? Um, but Merida is, you know, she's an interesting character. She's one of the most creative characters I think Pixar's had. Um, but I think the the, the, the storyline of the movie kind of ruins her character, in, in my opinion. So, like, it could have been something really great. But the whole direction of the movie just doesn't help her out at all. Yeah, I agree on that. That's and based on your little description ahead of time, I didn't think that's who you're going with. But I'm gonna shh. if she comes up later, I'll say it. But all right, okay, Nick. I'm not sure there's something in the chat that we need to discuss. No, okay. there's people giving out um, about Merida being a good pick. Uh, of Garfield Marie, yay, Meredith's my favorite. She reminds me of my late sister. Aww. Right. Which is a great pick. The, obviously, the big thing about Meredith for me is that I always forget that she's actually Pixar. Because she's a Disney princess, my brain just all my presumes, oh, she was just released by Disney. Yeah. Yeah, even the, even the running joke and Ralph breaks the internet. And basically, the rest of the press is like, we couldn't understand what she's saying, basically. So, too bad that's, Scot that's Scottish people. <laughs> true, true. All right, Nick, close out round four for us. Cool. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but four is locked and none of you picked it. Hey, Tony, Peggy, you so totally rock. No? I'm not picking up on it. You will. Scully got it, right? Scully got it, Tony. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, start of. I'm sorry. We're a character who has notably very little screen time to make this kind of an impact. I'm picking Crash, oh. the 150 year old sea turtle from Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. You son of a bitch. You're so totally rock. 
If you had sex with a dude, that would have been like that. If anything, I've learned about this process is that I appreciate people with age still want to have a little bit of fun. Um, and I think that's what Crush was able to teach to the needing to grow character of Marlon. And, um, and, and like I said, to have that small uh, of screen time and to have that big of an impact that, you know, if I said it in the voice, maybe you would have got Maybe you would have got it, but I think everyone knows who Crush is. Everyone knows who Sport is, but Crush is my pick because Crush is just a, a ray of sunshine. He's put there after like a very depressing thing happens, and then he's put there before depressing things happens. He brings the light. Crush is the man. I agree. Had you Crush said is the or dude, I would have been right with you. Yeah, I should have said dude, but finally, Crush is the reason. Crush is the reason parents go to go to Disney World because if you put your like little toddler in that Crush exhibit, they'll be happy as a clam for the rest of the day and won't even bother you. So I remember a, that. I went to that. Go to Disney. Yep. Oh, you, I've been I've been to like interactive Crush right here and Epcot right here though. I get to interact with the uh, uh, character of Crush right here. Pretty cool. I haven't been to Disney since. I made a childhood memory. I didn't realize I had. <laughs> I, I am so annoyed. I, I had him as my fifth pick. Yeah. I was gonna do. I was gonna do the whole thing as well. The whole dude and like you tell the rock and it's just like and then yeah, just like I hate you. <laughs> so sorry. Oh. That's how it goes sometimes. Can't help it. Part of the beauty of fantasy film fights. All right, Tony. Yep, let's run through uh, fourth round. So going into final round. So. Kind of works if I actually write out everything. I was still in anger. Uh, so I know it's probably wrong. I don't care. All right. So Peck was up first and he went syndrome for the Incredibles. Uh, Findingham. Findingham. Nemo. I went uh to I went Marlon from Fandy Nemo. Scully went Doc Cousin from Cars. Doug went Merida from Brave. And Nick went Crush from Fiddinging. Email. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's my favorite Australian city. <laughs> okay, well, that brings us to the fifth and final round of the Pixar character draft. Nick, how are you going to round out your team here, buddy? Oh, what a done with Doc, but um, that's not an option. So now I'm, now I'm stuck between a couple. I also would like a good representation of movies on, on my list. I, I'm starting to realize when I see them all written out like that, I want to make sure I got a good array. Up and so, you know, okay, final decision. Uh, I said before, I alluded to the characters who are very close to music speak to me. Um, and this was an absolutely fantastic uh, movie, and the lead character would have been an earlier pick had they not been taken. But I will take um, Miguel's great-great-great-grandfather, Hector. Hector. Get out of my list! <laughs> Remember me. Hector, um, the writer of such heartfelt songs, um, a very tragic story turned into a very happy story. Um, in that he got to reunite with his granddaughter and was not forgotten forever, or his daughter. Um, and Hector's really Hector's really um, the backbone, I think, of Coco. Um, I will admit, I saw the twist coming like before the movie started, 
<laughs> like I knew I was like, okay, this guy's clearly not his actual great great grandfather. But that doesn't uh, diminish the effect of the character at all. I think Hector is a worthy fifth pick. Hector, that's Coco. That's Coco. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it tonight. Umpala Loco is the best song from that movie. I'm sorry, I know. Remember me gets all the love because of how the scene, but Umpala Loco is the one that I go back to and listen to. That's a good song. It's absolutely better, and I'm so angry. (laughs) Well, I'd chime in, but I'll see it tonight. I can tell then tomorrow. She'll be all in the comments. Well, we'll have we have to do a Thursday show now, just like Peggy's reviews from the night before. (laughs) Hey, get it. Hey, no. Doug's also oh. angry but with that pick. He was going to pick right. Hector. Suck us. Everyone pick characters from Coco now. Everyone pick characters from Coco. Hey. Si, senor. Hang on. No hurries. Um, quickly, uh, I think Peggy's dog may not like Spanish people. <laughs> it's notorious racist, that dog. Jesus. <laughs> oh, let's uh, quickly pull up the list so, at the moment. Just uh, So we're looking at this. Um, so it's um, Inside Out is still the... Actually, Finding, Finding Nemo slash Story is now the film with the most characters alongside Inside Out with Toy Story and Co- uh, Toy Story Monsters, Inc. pulling up. Is this how people were thinking? Like, because I, before the call, I went to someone that said I was expecting at least seven picks from Toy Story. Um, but you can't. I, I was gonna. I thought maybe four or five, but I don't know. It wasn't as varied as I thought it was gonna be. I didn't think anything was gonna be way too heavily picked. There's too much to pick from. True. Okay, so moving on, so to the, his final rounds, the castle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick a film that has had zero representation. Uh, although I really love this movie. Uh, and I'm going to go with Francis from A Bug's Life. Uh, if you don't know who Francis is, Francis is a short tempered male ladybug <laughs> played by Dennis Leary. Uh, and this, oh man, he is, I was tossed up between him and, uh, him and Hemlock. Um, Hemlich, uh, because I love Hemlich and what Hemlich turns into at the end. He's this big, big butterfly. Uh, but no, I went with Francis. I think Francis is him a little, just one of my favorite characters, probably Pixar's ever done. Uh, what are you looking at? Shoe horsefly. Uh, the, uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to keep it short. So Francis, Dennis Leary, great character. Uh, definitely better than the Ice Age character that he plays. Yeah, Dennis Leary has one of those all-time voices. Like him and like TJ Miller, like they can voice so many different characters, and you're going to love them all. Oh, man, Doug, I, I'm so pissed I didn't even think about it put it on my list. I was thinking a different Bugs-like character from maybe Fleck and Doug, I... Jesus. Uh, great choice, by the way. It's, I totally forgot about it. I would have. I wish I could have put some spot for the circus bugs right here. They're also great right here. And mm. good choice. I didn't think about it. How can, 
I'm not a big fan of A Bug's Life. Uh, it's still it's good, but yeah, I, I'm just not the biggest fan of it. I, it's just one of those that is very f uh, forgettable in terms of Pixar films. Um, but Francis is a funny character. He, he's, he's not the best character in the movie, um, but he, he does have his moments. I will say when we were talking about villains earlier, Bugs Life might have a pretty underrated villain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't want to put that person on this list. Well, well, uh, <laughs> not the person who voiced it, the character. There's one on a list, just on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, even I was a very, very, when I watched this movie, I was very young. That death scene right here actually scared me. Really scared me. I was younger. It is a really terrified me. I re I rewatched the books life for this like two days ago. I used, it still does hold up and I'm so, and annoyingly as you might have seen by my reaction, Francis was my next pick. <laughs> I it, that character is just works so perfectly and just like that whole circus troupe is fantastic because like Francis just being the aggressive like and then just that little side plot he has they have a, a, her in the leg and end up being the scout leader just like <laughs> yeah and also, by the way, I just want to say this before we move on. Uh, Bugs like bear the ants. That's it. True. Okay. So Doug's team is complete. Scully, who are you going to take to complete your team? Uh, this pick. So I was between this pick and Doc Hudson for my last one. I've been on pins and needles because Pollyanna's been going nuts about this character for the last 15 minutes, and I need <laughs> him to shut up. Uh, it's Anton Ego. Ooh. Uh, a, a phenomenal Pixar villain. Um, he's not he's not in the movie for a whole lot, but his presence throughout the whole movie is is, is uh, it, it. You feel his presence throughout the entire movie because every time you're in Gusto's, you're reminded this is not the restaurant it once was, and it's not what it once was because of Anton Ego. And then when he finally reappears in the movie, uh, his impact on the film is. Absolutely astounding, and the way he affects the other characters emotionally. Uh, it, I mean, he he really is the, like the only character to really, like, aside from the old lady at, at the beginning, to really terrify the shit out of Remy. Um, so so yeah, I, he is one of the he is one of the best Pixar villains. Uh, probably the, my second favorite behind Syndrome, um, but kind of at the end um, when he eats the food and has that flashback to his childhood. Um, it's a really surprising moment. I didn't really see that coming. I thought it was going to stay a villain through and through. But the fact that the food was able to change him, um, that, was, that, that was really awesome to see. And San Diego, I have a feeling that's what Tony was aiming for with his next pick. Am I right? No, no. Um, I only got... I, I remember I reading through like, comments and stuff that uh, he's been brought up. I can't... Honestly, I can't remember that much of him in the movie. It's just like he just seemed to be just like the. I don't like. It. I love it, and if I don't like it, I don't swallow. Yeah, I was gonna pick ego if it comes to me next. So I'm pissed that you got it. Yeah, I, a lot of respect for that pick. That is that is a good pick. So that closes out Scully's team. Tony, you got. Um, God, it's quite a few picks left, but I think there's one, one character that, if for a fifth round pick, has to be picked. Like, she is a 
great character in the franchise but just like the second that you see her you just know okay this this scene's now great so darlings okay no capes no capes and the mode darn guys no capes <laughs> like i just like she's in she's used so sparingly especially in incredible suit but the, when she's used you're just like okay no this is now the best part one of the best parts of the movie go ahead just like the like incredible suit she probably is the best part of incredibles too that those scenes with her and jack jack just like so great if anna wintour could be a pixar character this is her <laughs> very true i do now want to see the devil's wife prada but pixar version <laughs> Point on Disney Plus right here. I'm going to see that. All right. Anyone else got two cents on Edna Mode? Nope. Love, no love the character. She's super funny. Um, her impact, her impact on the film as a whole isn't very large, except for like comedic value. So in terms of best, maybe not best, but I will say she is one of the most memorable. I can get along with that. All right. So Edna Mode caps off Tony's team. And with the last pick of the draft, Jonathan Peck, close us out. What do you got? Oh, man. I'm legit the last person to go peck, right? Yeah. There's the mm -hmm. last pick. I, man, I have legit two. Two people that I want to pick so badly. But you but can only pick one. I, I, mm. you know what? How about this? I'm gonna get my next pick out on my shelf to show Please you. Please don't. My, I don't. Oh dear. Got <laughs> <laughs> props from all of them. All right. Um, I'm just gonna say Malcolm wins for the night just because of this pun. No, um, doesn't. It was a terrible. Come on, Elastigirl. Next. I think you're stretching to think someone will pick Elastigirl. Ah, but um, bum. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna save his modesty as he picks. Oh. Uh, Is he changing clothes? Did I miss it when I turned my head? No, trust me, you don't. You don't want to see that. No one go back and see this. All right, <laughs> right he's back. I, I thought it was done. Always I, on fantasy film fights. I, I thought it was going to be on the shelf, but it turns out it's not. Um, my final choice would be, just say it, Alan Parr. Who is that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Elastic. Oh, yeah, Elastic Girl. That's my final pick. All right. All right. <laughs> I was trying to get a figure of it, but for some reason it's not there. Um, it's kind of true. Apparently it didn't work. All right. Um, uh, <coughs> uh, Helen Parr. Um, she is basically the backbone of the family, even though she's elastic right here, and also works as a great go-getter right here for the situations right here, both the house life and superhero life right here, though. And for me, that's the reason why she both shines in the sequel right here. She expanded on more, well, no pun intended, but um, she's really basically the great figure right here. And also, underrated voiceover performance, great by Holly my Holly Hunter right here just really, just really brings this character really for much veracity to this part. So I'm getting my final pick, Helen Parr, 
I lost the girl. All right. That kicks off the draft of Mr. Girl. I'm just surprised. We get to make the Browns. I just none of you might even think about it. Here's my problem with the Incredibles overall is that the sum of the parts, with the exception of maybe Syndrome, is greater than than the than the parts by themselves. So like, it, none of the characters work without each other. Yeah, which is my I can agree with that. I can agree with you. I, 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 I'd say Dash sprinting across the water is uh, pretty freaking awesome. Uh, prop, that, that, that is my favorite Pixar scene ever, actually, when he, when he sprints across the water. Jack-Jack works with anybody. He works, he works with a raccoon. He worked with the babysitter. He worked with Mr. Incredible. He worked with everybody. He worked with Syndrome. Well, he worked with... Well. <laughs> well. And also All right. Uh, let's do a rundown of everyone's teams, and then we'll yeah. let... And then as we're doing that, we'll let oh, people Paul, in the chat... Paul, you be quiet. Jack-Jack is not overrated. I bet you he made you laugh harder than you've ever laughed before. Don't lie. He is not overrated. He is a lovely, lovely character that has multiple powers and he's talented. He's the only game in history who has been used as a rifle. Boom. No, there's other. We'll talk about World War II later. Yikes. What? Yikes. What? Wait, what? I don't even want to know. Right, um, so we'll break down team. So Nick went first overall and he went with Wally for his first pick, Carl Fredrickson, Bing Bong, Crush, and then Hector. From Coco, then Doug second round. He won. so I've just say people in the chat if you want to start putting in people that we miss and whatnot, mm-hmm. so you can shout us. Uh, Doug uh, first overall went Miguel from Coco, Remy from Ratatouille, the Pitbull from Kitbull, Merida from Brave, and Francis from Bugs Life. Scully went with Woody from Toy Story, Dory from Finding Nemo slash Finding Dory, Lana McQueen's from the Car series, Doc Hudson from Cars, and Anton Ego. I went with Sully from Monsters, Inc., Joy from Inside Out, Buzz Lightyear, Marlin from The Finding Nemo, and Edna Mode from The Incredibles, and then Peck, Peck, uh, Peck picked, Peck. Uh, Mike from Mike from Monsters, Inc., Mr. Incredible, Sadness, Syndrome, and the Incre- Mr. Helen Barr. Right. It's going to be a tight race in the vote, but we left a lot of good ones on the board. Anyone got one that just got away with, with from them? Ooh, uh, I I do actually. Um, the other character I was thinking of is is going based on a Pixar short. Um, the mother from the short Bow right here. I did considering her right here for my final spot, but it came very close on here. Uh, the other character for me, it, another underrated character in my opinion for Pixar is Flick from A Bug's Life. That's another character right here that. It got very close right here, but until it gets to the later round, I had to make it a choice right here. And another one for me is Rex from Toy Story. So, because I love that character from like, Wall of Sean's performance right here, just it just barely made it right here. And Ham right here. And the last one I will get to a shout out to is Lewis Black as Anger right here. And that's all my picks. <laughs> yeah, right. I um, for uh, uh, just uh, comedic value, like uh, Chick Hicks from Cars, uh, played by Michael. Good Jigga, good Jigga. He's hysterical. Uh, Frozone as well. Uh, oh, fuck. You gotta love Frozone. Um, but, you know, they're more for like comedic value rather than like the context of, 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 of the movies as, as a whole. 
Um, another one, uh, that, uh, another one that missed uh, was Jesse from uh, Toy Story. Yeah. Mm. I, I, that, really, that's what I thought you were going with. Uh, yeah, I, I thought uh, Jesse is a fantastic character. Her, her, uh, her scene when she's uh, re re remembering Emily in Toy Story Two, that just tears your heart out and stomps on it right there. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, those three were the ones I was leaning towards, but ultimately I went on the way of my last two. Mm. Yeah, the, th the three. I guess if, if I'm picking three that I was looking at. Uh, Colette from Ratatouille. Ooh. I think is severely underrated as a character. Um, uh, I, these other two are just, they don't have much character value to them, which is why I didn't pick them, but they're just a delight to have around. Doug from Up and, and Bullseye from, from the Toy Story franchise. <laughs> it's like, I, wouldn't, I didn't pick them because I wouldn't have been able to say much about their character other than like, oh, Want to just spend a day with them? Yeah, right. Like yeah. I love the aliens from Toy Story, but you like there's not much to them. Yeah, they're, they're just funny. The claw, the claw. I love them. The claw. I, I would have gone the the big one that was on my list that I just couldn't find the space for, even though I wanted to so much. Was Boo from Monsters Inc. Yeah, like yeah, it's just. Such an incredible character. Also, Linguini from Ratatouille. Yeah. Um, and Miss Potato Head, uh, Ham. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Boo. Russell. No one, Russell. Eh. Boo was great as the witch and up. That's what I was going to say. He still is a hockey puck. He's like in one scene in Toy Story 1. But Mr. Potato Head pretty much was that. a hockey puck. Yeah, that was one of my favorite lines. Oh, oh, actually, uh, one last one. The actual true greatest villain from Pixar, Randall Boggs. Thought about it. I forgot about it. <laughs> and then uh, second tier, lots of hugging bear. Uh, uh, you guys uh, in the chat, Tony? Yeah, well, uh, Doug, do you have a few? Yeah, I had Gil, because I think Gil's amazing. Uh, Mama Coco, because that last song that they share together brings a tear to my eye. And then you see them as a ghost. Uh, and then Little Bo Peep. I think. Oh, yeah. I think oh. she's an incredible character. You only really get to see her credit, her character fully grown for. But uh, I think in one, she's an excellent support to Woody. Good choice, yeah. There was only one like Toy Story 4 exclusive character I had on my list, but I wasn't sure whether or not you could pick him because technically there's two characters. But oh, I know. I know. I know. I know you're referring to. <laughs> Hold on, you don't need to say them. I got them. Right I now. wonder if he's got a prop. Hey. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've Dougie and Benny were some of the funniest parts of Twitter Phil. I mean, it's Key and Peel. It's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's Key. <laughs> had to talk. <laughs> oh, Duke Kaboom too. I mean, I guess you could have went Duke Kaboom because he was kind of funny. Yeah. Um. Uh, no fucking love for Duke Kaboon. Yes, be fucking Canada. <laughs> All right. Uh, so just a few uh, from the chat. Um, so we can all feel bad about ourselves. <laughs> Whenever it actually looks up for me. Uh, okay. Battle has the best out in Incredibles, but I was sad we didn't get to see a whole lot of her in a second. 
Yeah, the part where she where she uh, spews water from her nose was was, was real funny. <laughs> you gonna highlight the fifty times that Jacoby said "Mater"? I was yeah. gonna at the end. I uh, know Jesse, no lots of no Sully, no Violet, no Arlo. We do have Sully on the list. Yeah. Arlo, right, yeah. Ar- Arlo's a good character, but I just. He's just super whiny, and it's like he can't help himself at all. Yeah. And like, and like, I, and I can only re- remember the first hour of that movie. Then the entire third act just like washes from my mind for some reason, and I, it just doesn't stick with me. And Arlo as a character doesn't really stick out to me as much as some of the others. Yeah, it's if it was a Beth, if it, it always feels if the Good Dinosaur was a Disney film, it would get a lot more love than it doesn't. Being Pixar, I think the reason why it doesn't go around because it's been delayed like a lot of times though, and it put it what down in November. It just did not do great in theaters when it came out. It was actually Pixar's first bomb, by the way. Um, pulling I'm at no Eve. I thought about it. Yeah, thought about it too. Um, Another. Garth McMurray. I would have picked Jerry from Jerry's Games. He should have been so so too bad. He was the repairman. That that was the one short character I, I was considering. Um, because I love that short. I think Jerry's game is probably my it's probably my favorite Pixar short. Um Oh yeah. Is that the one where the old man plays chess against himself? Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. Uh Bruce Bruce is shot for Fan Nemo. Um Fish are friends, not food. Not food. <laughs> Dinner doesn't matter, Jacoby. <laughs> No one likes the cable guy. Stop trying to make people watch Jingle All the Way to Jacoby. I almost forgot one more character. One more character I almost forgot. It was an amazingly underrated villain. Sneaky Pete from Toy Story 2. I Ooh. almost forgot about him right here. Then. Yeah. I'm going to did from Toy Story 1. Animated villains, yes, but I don't think. I think like, I know, I know. Hug and Bears takes the cream of the crap for. Sorry, yeah, sorry. No. I, uh, last one from the chat. The fucking piece of planet truck. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. No. Best Pixar character, Dinoco. Shows up in like a shit ton of, of Pixar. What's it? Just the brain. What? By and more is the company, isn't it? That appears. By and large. By and large. By and large. From Raleigh. Getting- I was at a fandom number one contenders match. <laughs> How far are we have fallen? All right. Um, so one last question before everyone go. Um, so with the list, uh, which is one character that you would have wanted for your list most definitely from everyone else's? So we'll pull it up. I will just quickly go around. So uh, Nick, who's if you could steal one character from anyone else's list, who would it be? Ooh. Um... I'd probably replace Hector with Miguel, but there's no way he was going to last that long. Nope. <laughs> uh, Doug, if you could take him. Uh, I mean, they went in the same round, so I probably would have took uh, Bing Bong for Pitbull. Uh, uh, oof. It's it's tough. Um, I would have loved to have gotten Remy, but I like also uh, Miguel – I honestly would have had a tough time between Woody and and, and Miguel. Um, so yeah, I, I'm one of those two. I uh, would have going back. 
Um, I would have taken Remy and also um, Anton Ego right here. I was, yeah, it was considered one of my last picks right here. I would take uh, both of them. And I did nearly have a heart attack when Bing Bong got chosen out of sadness because I wanted to join Bing Bong on my crew. <laughs> Who's the one? Boom, guys! Play? I had the best list. Everybody wanted to steal from me. What? What about my list? Both of mine. All right, both of mine. But yeah, um, so as I was saying, uh, there will be the vote up on the feature presentation page as uh, soon as this, like half an hour after this is up, so I have enough time to write it. Um, I'm going to pull up the list from last week. So what we'll do is just quickly run through everyone, like plug in stuff. So, Scully, yeah. do you want to start? Scully, I think you got something coming up on Friday, don't you? We do. So uh, if you did not see our announcement, we, uh, by we, I mean Tony Bowman and I, we interviewed Shannon Barney of Corruption. That interview, uh, we talked about um, uh, the drafts, recap of that, plans for the season, players to look out for in her faction. So that will be dropping Friday because uh, there is no show on match Friday. So it will be dropping in place of our usual show center episode. Yeah. So we'll do a brief review for the uh, Corruption vs. Family and then we're going to put the video for the interview up as well. So it should be fun. Hopefully. Nick, do you have anything? Uh, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I'm going to be in a few matches from all the clicks coming up soon. I, I, I'm terrible at plugging myself. Just Google my name. Super fun. Um, here I'll pop up. Florida, man. Florida. <laughs> no, don't Google that part. Um, but no, I'm on Facebook at Nicholas Tuig. Uh, if you want to reach out, it'd be funny. Excellent. Doug? Uh, yeah, follow me over on Twitter at Douglas underscore Castle. Uh, I have uh, Andrew Demolanta coming on The Manor this week. I'm excited. Oh, nice. uh, if you haven't checked out The Manor, go check it out. Last week's, uh, two weeks ago, we had Rachel Silver streaming on. It was a really good uh, kickoff to uh, the brand new uh, show that it is. Uh, I'm excited for it. So uh, just quickly, and no, you're in terrible pain, but what's the manner for people that haven't seen it yet? Uh, okay, so the new iteration of matter is I take people, uh, not necessarily down centric people. Uh, I've been kind of busy, so like I'm trying to make it a weekly show, but sometimes the schedule don't work out. Uh, and what I do is I have people come on the show and give me their five uh, five pictures, like five movies that best represent who they are. And we go through that list and talk about it and find out a little bit about the person outside of the schmodown, outside of, you know, typical interview questions. It's more of, I want to get to know what movies mean to people. Nice. And where they, when can people find out? You can find it Sundays on take three. Uh, yeah. Thanks for that. Cause I, I'm, headache i'm loopy guys uh oh yeah i'm gonna be on uh an episode of uh your list sucks tonight go check it out it's gonna be fun rock anthems we got it with brooklyn so I, i'm just gonna watch you just to watch you just dissolve even more oh, into yourself thank you, <laughs> thank just you. Like, by the end of it just gonna be my number one is this song please don't make me talk anymore <laughs> i don't want to talk about it guys <laughs> All right, um, Peck, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, um, you can find me. I'm at one of the admins around uh, TMG Entertainment right here, mainly the sports admin right here. And if you're part of the Facebook group right here, I set up a post or throw up a final call out of players for a season two of Sports Brawl right here, though. And go into the Facebook group if you hadn't right here, join the group. 
And also, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jetpack1098 right here. And also, Jonathan Peck around Facebook around here. I'm around the community. So, there it is. Excellent. Um, cool. Just before I let Peggy do her stuff, um, just to say the uh, winner from last week uh, for the best movies directed by John was Dave. Yeah. So, his list uh, was Rocky, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Thing, Iron Man, and Ronin. Wait, Dave won something? Dave won something. It's a miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. It's his birthday, and he won. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, He's happy birthday. 58 Dave. years old today. Happy birthday, Dave. Happy birthday. We try to bring people with W's here at Fantasy Film Fights. Scully, yeah. you know what I'm feeling. Yeah. But we will find out who wins this draft when the when the vote goes up on Facebook. So, guys, make sure you vote on that. And uh, that does it for uh, Pixar Characters draft episode number six. So, uh, I guess I will say. But, for Scully, hey, do you want to do, you want to do your plugs quickly? Right, I know. I really don't have anything to plug. I'll you'll see me bouncing around the families, the match here and there, and you'll see me Wednesdays here with my man Tony. Hey, and uh, just quickly for the space show, as Scott said, Friday we've got the interview with Shannon, Shannon Doherty, uh, Shannon Barney. That's the one. Uh, it'll be dropping on the NBA page and here uh, Sunday, Future Presentation Trivia League. We are back. The one that is called uh, some legitimate, some ridiculous, according to backstage on Shredder. I'm having that as a tattoo. I'm that is the, now the name of this channel. Um, so yeah, so Sunday uh, application still up for that. So and uh, chairman will see March twenty second. Uh, we are still getting contact with people to confirm that. So please make sure you keep your messages out if you've not played in the uh, Warzone one. We should you should hear from me soon. And yeah, that's pretty much everything. So Peggy, yeah. you what? Sign us out. I will. I will do that from Scully, from Nick, from Doug. From Jonathan, Tony, and myself. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you next week.